Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you, I have the privilege of bringing you today's word for May 29, 2020. I am so thankful that I get to do this. I've been doing this for 23 years, and when I get up in the morning, this is not something I've got to do. This is something I get to do. Whatever you are called to do, it is a privilege. It is an honor to be able to do it, for you to walk in the grace that God has called you to walk in for such a time as this. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. This is part 32 of the overall series, Faith and Patience, part 32. The title of today's message is When You Get Your Hopes Up. I, and really, today's message flows in the same vein from yesterday. So yesterday, I talked about, oh my God, when I got my hopes up and Joseph got his hopes up and all of that, and then this big letdown and how there's no heartbreak like getting your heart broken by God, right? That was yesterday. And so today is like a continuation. I'm talking about when you get your hopes up. I'm going to do some teaching today about hope and faith that I believe is critical, important teaching for us to be able to believe God for the long haul. You got it? All right, so let's get into our scriptures. Uh, James 1, 2 through 4, the Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, you know what? You should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. You know why? Because James says, you know that when your faith is tested, it, it is actually building up the power within you. What, what power is this, Rick? It is the power to endure all things. And when this patient endurance grows in you it, and it grows stronger and stronger, it releases perfection. Or another word for that is maturity into every area, every aspect of your being until the point where there's nothing missing and nothing lacking, right? And that's where we want to get to, where we are perfect and entire, wanting nothing, where we are grown up. We're not on milk. We're on meat because we know how to believe God for the long haul. In Genesis chapter 40, uh, verse 23, the Bible says, but the butler, <laughs> I dealt with this yesterday. Oh my God, that was, uh, I felt like all the emotion from yesterday, but the butler did not remember Joseph. When he got his job back, he didn't remember Joseph. He said nothing to Pharaoh about Joseph. And then this, I, I hate this line, it says, but it's, it's in the Bible, right? But the butler forgot about Joseph. After all, he was like, dude, when you get back, when you get your job back, <laughs> Don't forget about me. Don't forget about her brother, man. I got to get out of here. I'm not supposed to be in here. I, I, he sensed in his heart that his breakthrough was going to come through the butler and through the king. And, and all of that was right. But then the butler forgot about him. And then Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says that there's a, you know what? There's a right time and a right season for everything under the heaven. And everything on earth is going to happen at just the right time. So there's this timing component to the things of God. So now, with the stage set, the message from yesterday, the scriptures have been read. Now, what does this mean to you today? On this Friday morning, as we seek to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong, what does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you on this morning. As I share these four things, I want you to stop, rid yourself of all distractions, open up your heart to receive four things. Number one, here we go. Things are not going to happen before their time. Number one is, listen, there are things that are going to happen, but things are not going to happen before their time. There's a, there's a time and there's a season for everything under the heavens. That's Ecclesiastes chapter three. So maybe we know what God said, right? Maybe we have, we think we have a clear picture of the what in our mind, in our heart. Like, you know, I'm believing God that I know what God said, but unless God tells you when, you don't know when. Maybe you know what, but you, in most cases, don't know when. 
Unless God tells you when, you won't know when. So, so there's a level of mystery to walking with God. There's a level of, for you to walk with God, you must be okay with a certain level of mystery. You must, you must get comfortable with a certain level of discomfort because it is uncomfortable. And this is, I was talking to somebody uh, just the other day about this, is that a lot of us are planners, right? And we want to have everything mapped out. And we got a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. We got short-term goals and mid-term goals and long-term goals. And we want to write all this out and we want to have all everything organized and everything planned and we want to have a calendar and a long range calendar and we want to circle dates and have everything and all of that and if you're going to walk with God and live by faith you got to learn that with God that stuff don't matter God doesn't work like that he's not going to give you all the details he's not going to tell you everything because if he told you everything you wouldn't need faith right so there's a certain level of mystery to walking with God and guess what and if he told you everything you wouldn't need to trust him you have to learn to trust God maybe maybe you know what but you don't know when Joseph had the what right he did because it actually when it finally happened two years later it was the butler when it finally happened two years later it was Pharaoh it was the king so he had it right he had the what right it was hey my breakthrough is coming I'm gonna get out of prison because of the butler and the king so he had the what right but he didn't have the win right. <laughs> so, so it was the right thing, but it was the wrong time. And in the testimony that I gave you yesterday, I'm convinced. I was convinced of the what. I'm still convinced of the what. I think I have the what. The what. I have that right. I know what God said, and I believe what God said, and I know it's going to happen. But when I got my hopes up that one time, and I was telling you about two years ago, and I got my hopes up, and I removed all the barriers, you know, all the protection mechanisms, and I got my hope all the way up and all of that. So what happened was I have the what right, but I didn't have the when right. God never said when. That was just me saying when. That was just me expecting when. And so since it was me and not God, boom. I had a big heartbreak, right? And so so with God, you'll never be disappointed. I got disappointed because I was believing God for something that God never said. You got it? All right, number two, learning to believe God for something for years is, is a lesson that not everyone has learned. So so a lot of people believe God. If we're, if we're if we're believers, obviously we're called believers for something. We're called to live by faith. And so to live by faith, you have to learn how to believe God. But, but I would say that a lot of people don't know how to believe God for years, like for a long time, for, for, for the long haul. And so when I'm, the things that I'm talking about are big things. I'm not talking about like small things. I'm talking about big things. So, and I'm not even talking about things that are going to happen like right now during COVID-19. I'm talking about big things. So when God gives you a big thing, when God speaks to you about a big thing, the challenge that a lot of times we have, right? The challenge a lot of times we have is that when God speaks, it's always now. I've taught you this before. God is in eternity and we're in time. So when God speaks to us from, from the perspective of eternity, it's always now. God speaks to us from the position of the eternal now. So God for God is always now because he's in eternity. But we're in time. We're living out and we have to go through the continuum of time. God doesn't. So when God says it, it's always now because he's in eternity. For him is now. But for us who live in time, it may not happen for hours or days or weeks or months or years or decades. So that's the challenge now. So not everyone knows how to believe God for the long haul. 
Many believers, they just are quick to give up on what God said. If it doesn't happen in a few days, if it doesn't happen in a few weeks, psh, they forget about it. Now, when they first heard about it, when they first heard about it, boom, they got excited. When they first heard about it, they told people about it. When they first heard about it, they went on Facebook. They posted about it, right? And they got, yeah, yeah, that's what people do in 2020. They put it on Facebook. So they put it on Facebook. They got excited about it. And now, yeah, they believe in God. But then when a few days pass and then a few weeks pass, you know what happens? In most cases, a lot of people just forget about it. And then that's it. And, and, and you run into them a few months later and you're like, hey, let me, whatever happened with this thing? And you know what was crazy is a lot of times they'll look at you crazy. They don't even know what you're talking about because they forgot about it. And like you're actually reminding them what they said. And they go, what, 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 what did you say? And so what happens is that, that they got their hopes up and actually, it was connected to something God said, but then they didn't have the patience to wait on God. And I'm convinced that a lot of us are going to get to heaven and, and only to realize that there are many things that we missed out on because we did not have the patience to believe God for the long haul. So, so you have to have faith and patience in order to obtain the promises of God. Number three, what and when are not the same thing. I kind of mentioned that already, but let me let me dig this point a little bit deeper, dig into this. For you to believe God for the long haul and for you to remain in faith, no matter how long it takes, you are going to have to learn how to manage your expectations between the what and the when. Knowing what God said, that's one thing, but knowing when it is going to happen is something else. So it's okay to live with an expectation of manifestation. Actually, you should live this way. This is how I live. This is the life of faith. Uh, this is exciting, right? So, so since you never know when, since you, you don't, unless God says, unless God tells you when it's going to happen, you just don't know when it's going to happen. And since you don't know when it's going to happen, you actually can live your life with an expectation of manifestation. And so you can have a level of expectation on a daily basis because you just never know when God, it can happen at any time, right? It can happen at any time. You can get a phone call that says unknown caller. You're like, oh snap. This might be it right here. My breakthrough may be on the other side of the phone. Hello, Rick Pena, can I help you? Right? You get excited because it can happen at any time. And so there's a level of expectation. There's a level of excitement that comes from living this way because there's many things that you're believing God for and it can happen at any time. And so your heart is open to believe, right? So that's, that's the good part of it. But you also have to learn how to manage your expectations because what I don't want you to do is what I did. <laughs> what I did in the story yesterday is, is get your expectations all the way up for a specific when if God didn't say when. So if God didn't tell you when, then don't, don't believe God for when. Just continue to believe God for what. This is how you manage your expectations. This is how you protect your heart. This is how you can hold on for the long haul. This is how you avoid those roller coasters where you where, where you get crushed like I got crushed, where you get crushed like I believe Joseph got crushed in the prison. So you, you have to learn how to manage your emotions, manage your expectations, live with an expectation of manifestation, but don't just, my, my point is, don't get excited about a specific time unless God told you it's a specific time. Because if you do that, in many cases, you're going to get your heart broken like I did. All right. Number four and finally, number four and finally, this is a big point. Hope and faith are not the same thing. So I'm going to teach this point as I close. Hope and faith are not the same thing. So let me explain that. Hope is open-ended. So what I mean by that is 
you can hope for anything. Like, I mean, hope, you, people hope for lots of stuff. People hope to be successful in life. They, they hope to get healed. They hope to get promoted. They hope to get married. They hope to have a successful marriage or repair a relationship. You can hope for anything. Hope in its most basic form is nothing more than wishful thinking, right? There are a lot of people that don't even know how to pray in faith. They pray in hope. They're just a hoping and a wishing and a hoping and a praying and a hoping. Listen, God never called us. Yes, hope is part of it, but God called us to live by faith, right? So hope should be the precursor for faith. Don't live your life in hope only. Your hope should lead to faith. So lots of people have hope, but let me talk about faith. Faith adds substance to your hope. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. Faith is connected to something God said. Faith is connected to something God promised. So when God gives you a word, when God gives you a promise, either in his book, the 66 books of the Bible, or God speaks to you. God can give you, like I said, God can speak to you directly through the Holy Spirit. God can give you a dream while you're sleeping. God can give you an open vision while you're awake. God can talk to you while you're daydreaming. God can talk to you through someone else. God can talk to you through a circumstance or a situation. However God speaks to you, when God speaks to you and gives you a promise, now you can add substance to your hope. Now you can have confidence that God will do what he said he would do. And in the spirit realm is already done. And for us on earth is only a matter of time. Now you can substantiate your hope because you believe God said it. You can substantiate your hope because you believe God promised it. And so now you are adding substance to your hope. You're crossing over from hope to faith because faith is tied to what God said. You got it? So faith begins where the will of God is known. When I told you, you know, the picture of Joseph being crushed in the prison, and, and to be clear, that's not in the Bible. The whole story of Joseph looking out the gate or looking out the window, that's me using my holy imagination. I really do believe it happened though, but that's just me. I, I want to be clear, that's not in the Bible. But, but that's my picture of what happened. When, when, hey, he's look, hey, the butler, don't forget about it, brother. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I can't, am I going to take this? I'm going to leave that. What am I going to pack? What am I going to take? I'm getting out of here. And so, so he got his hopes up. But he got his hopes up. God never said it was the right time. When I got my hopes up and I was like, oh, my God, this meeting is coming. This is it. This is the day. Oh, my God, Isabella. And she, my wife is like, well, I don't know. And I was like, no, no, this is it. This is it. God never said. And so, so faith begins where the will of God is known. I can, you can get your hopes up all you want, but if God didn't say it, you, in, in a lot of cases, you're setting yourself up for a letdown. So what happens is we have to learn to live by everything God said. Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus said, I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things I see my father do. The, our life should be connected to the revelation that we're receiving from the father. Our life should be connected to the revelation that we're receiving from the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to be spirit led in all things at all times. And so, so we got to have, God gave us his spirit so we can know the things that he freely gave us. And so we can have a direct connection to him, spirit to spirit. And so it's through the Holy Spirit and through the word of God that we know what God has said and we know what God is saying and we get to live our lives directly connected to him on a daily basis. But if we don't listen to God and we get our hopes up off of something that God did not say and then we get, we, we, we get all excited and we tell people about it and it doesn't happen and we have a big letdown, don't say, don't say that God did it, you did it. You miss God. With that day that I got all excited and then I was crushed, listen, I was crushed. When I say I was crushed, 
I was crushed. I think it was a Friday that that I was I was it was such a letdown that that next day, I mean, it was hard for me to do anything. It was that emotional for me. I, I it was it was that heartbreaking for me. But God never said it. I did that to myself. I was the one that got my hopes up. I'm talking about when you get your hopes up, but you're, it's not connected to God. It has to be connected to God. What some people call faith is actually just high expectations based on their own desires. Let me say this again. What some people call faith is literally just high expectations based on their own desires. Faith begins where the will of God is known. For it to be faith, it has to be tied to something God said. If God does, didn't say it, it's not faith. So to be clear, when God promises you something, you can have faith for it. However, if God didn't tell you when it's going to happen, then all you can do about the timing component is just hope. There is a timing component to every promise from God. And if you miss God on the timing component, unless God tells you when, you won't know when. And so, so you can get your hopes up all you want. You should live with an expectation of manifestation. Don't just, but, but my point is don't, don't believe God for a specific moment if God didn't tell you that it was going to happen in that moment. And then another thing, let me just say this since I'm talking about faith and hope, uh, just because something happened for somebody else doesn't mean that God is going to do it for you, right? Don't, don't, some people say, well, I claim it. Uh, I saw it happen for her. I claim it. Or I'm claiming that I'm believing. You, just, just because you add in Jesus' name to the end of your prayer doesn't mean that God has to do it. Just because you grab one scripture or two scriptures and you say, in the mouth of two or three scriptures, let every thought be established, doesn't mean, faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is about God trying to get you to put a yes on his plans. If, if, if God, if faith was about you telling God what to do, it would be the tail wagging the dog. So faith is about God telling you, not you telling God. Faith is about submission and surrender to God's plans. Faith is about discerning. Faith is about learning. Faith is about hearing from God, but about doing what he planned for you to do from the foundations of the world when he planned for you to do it. If you don't understand this, then you're going you're gonna to be let down. You're going to say that, oh, I, I released my faith and it didn't work. I released this. No, 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 no. That was never faith. That was hope. You were hoping it was never faith because God never said it. And so you have to understand the difference between hope and faith in order to believe God for the long haul, in order to actually live by faith and, and stand in faith for something that may not happen for one year or five years or 10 years or 20 years. That's how you are going to live by faith, knowing that there's a difference between hope and faith and faith is tied to what God said. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith because I want you to, I mean, you know that it's going to happen, but it's not going to happen until it's the right time. You are going to wait on God long enough to see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me to live by faith for the long haul. I am learning to believe you in earnest. I am learning to open my heart to everything that you had planned for my life. And I'm learning to wait on your timing no matter how long it takes, because your timing is perfect. I, I get my hopes up on a daily basis, but I add substance to my hope by connecting my expectations to what you said and to how you said it. 
you revealed to me what you were going to do. And I have faith. But unless you tell me when you are going to do it, all I can do is live my life in expectation of it, knowing that it can happen at any time. This is exciting. This is the life of faith. Greater is coming. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're watching right now, hit the, the blue like button and then subscribe to the channel. If you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube, leave me something in the chat. Go into this day. Go into this weekend knowing that it's okay to get your hopes up. But make sure that your hopes are connected to something God said so you can cross over from hope to faith. And this is how you're supposed to live with this expectation of manifestation. Do me a favor, share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday morning. God bless you.